You are listening to the Cattle Call Podcast. This is the place where computer-aided design and drafting meets humor and practicality, with a touch of business acumen thrown in for fun. Jim and Rocco, the owners of Zentech Consultants, the premier U.S. technology consulting firm for architecture, engineering, construction, and manufacturing, discuss the fascinating world of CAD with some humor and some honesty. The Cattle Call Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Cattle Call Podcast with Jim and Rocco from Zen Tech Consultants. I am Jim Coppinger, your overly loud but very charming host, and with me, as always, is... Who said you're charming? I say I'm charming. No one else will, so somebody's got to say it. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, people. This is Rocco. It's Rocco. Rocco Rocco actually is charming, unlike me, who apparently is not. Ah, so hurtful. Why, thank you. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, why, thank you. He's so proud of himself. He insults me and he gets proud. That's why I like him. <laughs> All right. So what are we talking about today? Ah, I know what we're talking about. We're talking about civil designers versus civil engineers. And I'll, I'll explain what we mean by that in a little bit. Uh, but that's our topic for today. So it, this all started because we got a, a comment. Uh, on, on our uh, podcast website, which, you know, if, if you guys, by the way, don't know, you can always hit our, our Zentech Consultants website, but you can also go to anchor.fm forward slash Zentech Consultants if you want to add comments and messages, throw thoughts, whatever you want for the, for the podcast. We're always happy. But somebody went on. We had one of our listeners who dropped a comment on one of our previous podcasts, right? Um, and, and the listener was asking, you know, he asked, you know, what had happened to the design world over the last couple of years, right? He wanted to know, when did we stop using drafters and start expecting engineers to do their own CAD work? And that was kind of a, a topic we brushed lately on in one of our previous sessions. Um, and, and I just thought that was a great question, right? Particularly in light of uh, a lot of the new tools um, that we see coming out right now in the civil CAD world. Um, you know, So I figured we could make this the topic of today's discussion, right? along with the new tools that are out there and what it may mean for civil design firms. So let me, let me start by answering uh, the, the gentleman's question that he sent me, right? We, I think we started expecting engineers to do their own drafting. Uh, it really started, I think, back during the economic collapse around 2009, 2010. Um, design firms really had to make a lot of hard choices, right? And, and, and when faced with the choice of keeping, you know, a veteran drafter who was making like, you know, 70000 a year on staff, or holding on to a recently graduated, you know, EIT who was only making 45K, right? And, and, and let him learn CAD in order to save his job, right? We all know which way the bean counters went, right? You're saving money short term, plus their thought was, hey, and eventually the engineer will become a PE, right? And then, you know, look, look at all the great benefits we get, right? Um, you know, like I said, you know, the, 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 the idea wasn't just money-based, um, though that really did have a lot to do with it, I think. Uh, it, it was something that was justifiable with a long-term concept of it, you know having engineers who would do all their designs with CAD, right? Reducing, if not completely eliminating, you know the the, the need for you know CAD staff, um, and that sounded good to management, right? So that's what they did. Unfortunately, or yeah, probably fortunately, depending on your viewpoint, right? Uh, for those of us who are who are the CAD designers and drafters. Um, the idea hasn't played out the way that folks thought it would. Um, yeah, yeah, sure, there are a lot of engineers out there now who are CAD capable. Um, you know, but despite management's you know big hopes, 
they aren't usually CAD proficient, and, and they really shouldn't be. All right, engineers and drafters have completely different job roles and, and completely different focuses. And even when they're working on the same job, they're, they're focused on different things. Um, and, and not only those focuses not always overlap, sometimes they, they can be in direct conflict with each other. And that's what I mean today when we're talking about civil engineers versus you know the, the, the civil drafters. Um, so, so Rocco, let's, let's, let's wake you up over there, Mr. Charming. Uh, in, in, in our civil base, um, do you see our clients using engineers or drafters more for their CAD work? Uh, and, and, and are they seeing a difference that they're communicating to you in the final product, you know, using one over the other? Yes. <laughs> well, thank you for yeah, joining I, the conversation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I see I see both. And I, and I think that it's partially tied to the fact that the, the, the staff shortages, you know, mm. um, that 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 we have going on not only in our industry but across you know across many industries but to, you know to reel it back to us i i just think that you know um firms are trying to make do with with the staff that they have and so it's kind of like well let's cross train them you know yeah they'll they're they're capable of doing it um and are they capable of doing it yeah, yeah. At some level, I guess they are, you know. But um, I, at some level, I think it does uh, impact the final output. Yeah, and and that's that's a good point you bring up, right? With the short term, and, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit later because I think that's that's a mistake that's being made, to be honest. But it's a good point. And a lot of people are right. You're desperate right now, trying to keep people busy, or not keep a, keep people busy, but trying to keep the company rolling with with a short staff. Um, and, and sometimes the short-term answers are not good for you long-term. So, so all right. So, so look, folks, right? The, the, the civil world, you know, this, this is the industry that I built my personal career around, right? I was a drafter, then a designer, uh, eventually, you know, technical director for major civil firms, right? This is Before, how he became king. This is how I became king. I like being <laughs> king. Rocco has bowed down. <laughs> yes, I am king of nothing. I don't know what I'm king of. I'm not even king in my own house. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the um, you know, but yeah, it was before I came over here with with Rocco and became you know king, who gets abused and told that he's not charming. Uh, <laughs> right. Look, and and the truth is here at Zentic, right? I still do just a, a crazy amount of work in the civil and site arena. Um, you know, and I think that all engineers do need to know CAD. It's an important tool for preliminary layout and, and simple updates to their design, right? And, and having said that, you need to keep in mind that engineers are really focused on the functionality of a design, right? They need to know if it works, where the potential problems are, uh, you know, ensuring that it meets all codes, right? That, that's where their attention is, and that's where it should be. They really don't care about the final output, right? The readability of the plans or adherence to company standards. That is the CAD person's focus, and it's a vital one, right? We've talked about this before, right? Sloppy civil plans, you know, where, where you can't tell existing contours from proposed or, or where the underlying model is, missing break line data, right? All of those can cause massive constructability issues, right? And, and a lot of lost time and internal confusion for your company. Right? Your, 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 your PE isn't the person to address those issues. Right? 
they're busy meeting with clients, right? They're running flow calculations. They're doing hydrology. They're, they're verifying you know, that everything adheres to code and they're processing submittals and approvals. And that's where their attention needs to stay focused. You know, the idea that your project engineers can, can take the time to choose you know, the right font and, and add the spot shots on the correct layers is just ridiculous. Um, and it is a sure way to kill the budget on your jobs if you even try to make them do that, okay? So, yeah, Rocco, what's, what's the level of CAD competency that, uh, you know, clients tend to assign to their engineers, right? Do, do most of them feel that, you know, their, their engineers are great CAD people or do you find that they're looking to get, you know, uh, our engineers need more training, they need better CAD skills to kind of make that concept work? Yeah, they're always looking for more training. I mean, that, that's that's why you know, I guess that's why we're 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 successful at what we do, right? Because there's there's always a need for training. But um, you know, kind of going back to the to the issue that I mentioned before too is, you know, a lot of times we get people that come to us, uh, you know, well, we we have this project that's due and we need this training right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, train them you at know. the very last moment. See how that works out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's it's a little bit. You know, I mean, uh, we're we're happy to work with with customers, of course. You know, but uh, I definitely see that happening a lot, and I'm not sure that that's the right approach either. I mean, it, it's good for our business, our short term business, right? Not necessarily long term business, but um, you know, I, I definitely see that happening a lot. Okay, All right. that's fair. Um, so look, you know, CAD drafters and and CAD designers, right? They are technical experts, right? They're subject matter experts on, you know, developing models, uh, refining output, ensuring you're getting, you know, reliable, standardized output on every single one of your projects, right? You, to, to put it simply, right, CAD staff get you better, faster product, saving you way more money than you will ever get by trying to force your engineers to do something that is outside their job description, right? And, 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 Kind of getting back to the point that Rocco made earlier, right? You know, honestly, I think that you know, in the, in the current market, right, if these companies don't stop trying to overutilize and overwork their professional staff, those those engineers and surveyors and so on, they're going to find themselves in a very bad way real soon. Right? I know that you know you're short staffed and you're trying to make things happen, but here's the thing: every firm is short staffed and looking to hire. Right? If you try to milk a CAD work out of a professional engineer right, or, or a surveyor, right, you're going to lose your best staff very, very quickly. Right? Well, now, I don't I don't disagree with you, Jim. The only thing is is that it, it's it's a challenge, you know, to, to find and we talked about this I think last week we did a podcast with um, with Tony Gaffney, right? Yeah, is, yeah. is is finding finding that right talent um is is not easy and and getting that talent up to the, the the proper level of training and understanding that's necessary is not easy either so i could see why a lot of a lot of management a lot of owners of, of these firms are, are stuck you know yeah so, no it, it isn't easy to hire people particularly if like you said if you're trying to hire one person to do two different jobs you know yeah. what I mean? I think if you if you you hire engineers to do engineering and you hire CAD designers to do CAD design, I think you're going to have a much better result. And there are people out there who have those skills, 
but it's when you want them to do everything, right? Or if you want to hire, you know, a CAD designer who is, you know, also going to sweep up the floor, you know what I'm saying? It's not going to happen, right? That's not the way it works. Um, that's my opinion, right? So, look, I, I will say, right, the, the good thing is, is I think that the design industry in general, um, and, and, and the civil survey world in particular, really, and that's, that's kind of what I'm going to talk about in the second half, um, I, I think we've kind of begun to see this light, right? And, and there has been a really big shift by some of the biggest players in the civil software market to kind of re, redress, redress, I guess is the word, <laughs> what, what was really a bad path we all started down a decade ago. Um, you know, and, and, and civil CAD systems like, you know, civil site design, um, and, and even Civil 3D from Autodesk, uh, they're, they're making very deliberate strides with the software, moving the engineers away from the actual act of CAD drafting while still giving them the ability to access and review and, and even manipulate the design models in some really cool and effective ways, but without doing the CAD work. So we're going to take a break here so that we can hear from today's sponsors, right? But when you get back, I want to talk about what those big name civil design systems are doing along these lines, right? So we'll be back in just a minute, folks, with more of the Cattle Call Podcast. All right, Rocco. Today's Cattle Call Podcast is brought to us courtesy of Civil Site Design, one of the coolest new tools to hit the site engineering and development systems in the last decade. Um, Civil Site Design is an absolutely brilliant tool. It allows you to go in and develop gradings, roadway designs, intersection designs, cul-de-sac designs, and just about anything you need to do in the Civil Site world. And it does it in Civil 3D, AutoCAD, and in BricsCAD. Any system that you're working in, Civil Site Design is going to make your day-to-day -day workflow run a whole lot easier and a whole lot faster. It's one of the most amazing tools I have seen in a very, very long time. So we are Zentech Consultants and we are reps who sell, support, and train you on the Civil Site Design package. And we hope you guys will hit our website and see what we got. So Rocco, how do people get involved with the Civil Site Design package and find out more about it? Yeah, you'll definitely want to hit our website. It's uh, zentechconsultants.net. Uh, we offer a pretty wide variety of webinars and videos and a good amount of information. Um, and we're also happy to set up a one-on-one -on -one demo for your team, talk about it some more, show you the product in action. So again, zentechconsultants.net or give us a call, 866-824-4459. Excellent. The Civil Site Design, one of the best packages for the site and civil world out there. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Cattle Call Podcast. And we're talking, uh, I want to talk about some of the big software changes for civil, civil engineers and surveyors, really, in the last year or so. Um, in particular, I wanted to get into the AI features that have been added into two of the biggest players in this arena. Uh, you know, the first one is Civil Site Design, right, from Civil Software Solutions, and then Civil 3D from Autodesk. Um, and I think you know, both developers have seen the need uh, for engineers to be able to review and work with CAD data without needing to spend years becoming a CAD expert or worse, not being one and destroying the models through lack of experience and, and CAD capability. Um, and, and I think their basic idea here is, is brilliant, right? It's let CAD people build the models and the plans Right? Then give the licensed professionals the ability to work with the data 
through an interface that, that doesn't require them to even touch the model. Right? Um, and I want to start here with, with civil site design. Um, because they've done an absolutely brilliant job of putting together a, a civil engineering design and review workflow, unlike anything else that I've ever seen. Um, you know, CSD, right, which is what you know, civil site design. Uh, CSD now includes a system called Project Assist, right, which does this really cool job of of simplifying, you know, road, pipe, grading, and subdivision design into a learning intelligence tool that. It, it begins to understand your design processes and intent each time you run it. Um, you know, essentially what it does is it, it will automate for you, right? literally with a click of a button, the initial site grading and design. Right? And, and then once you've established you know, your, your road and pipe center lines and so on, it, it just builds right off of those. Um, so do some basic drafting and it'll go from there. And, and it, what it does is it goes through and it creates an initial subdivision design with all those components for your, your junior designers and CAD people, right? And, and all they have to do is just click a button, says run, okay? Uh, and, and then Project Assist is gonna open up a dialogue for them, showing them you know, step by step what it is about to do, what it's gonna do, what process is gonna go through to build these, right? So that your CAD people can understand the initial design and they can make any changes, right? That they think are needed before the process runs. Right? And those changes are cataloged and remembered as part of the, the artificial intelligence process so that on subsequent runs of, of that job and, and other similar jobs, the system makes better choices on, on how to initially set it up, right? You know, once they say okay to the project assist, it generates all the modeling, then it generates an interactive PDF file, right? And that is really meant for the benefit of the engineering staff, right? The PDF not only shows each and every step of what the project assist did, right? What settings it used, right? So that the engineer can not only see them, right? But it also gives them video. So if they're not sure of what that step is, how it ran, it explains it for them. Um, and, th and then it can actually review those steps, the design steps that built the models against the drawings, right? And they can make changes in the PDF and then resubmit those back to the CAD staff who can just you know, process it to automatically update the model with the engineer's changes. Right, this is a cyclical process right? that can be run multiple times without your engineering staff ever actually touching the CAD model. Right? And that's going to get better and smarter each time it's run because it's an artificial intelligence system, right? which is really just amazing to me. Um, I love where technology can go some days. So, you know, Rocco, right, we, we have done a bunch of demos for people looking into adding civil site design uh, into their suite of design tools, right? So what's been the reaction to Project Assist and, and how it builds the model and lets engineers make changes while kind of staying hands off the CAD information? Um, and, and, oh, and while you're at it, also tell, tell folks where they can actually see examples of Project Assist in action. Yeah, well, you know, in the words of Frank Barone, the reaction uh, oftentimes is, Holy crap. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> that was a great show. <laughs> so, yeah, that, I mean, it's just, it, it's, it's impressive. I mean, you guys, you guys got to, you know, see this product in action or get in touch with us. Uh, we'd be happy to schedule a, a demo for you. Um, there's a, a lot of information and videos available right on our website, of course, at uh, zentechconsultants.net. 
But uh, yeah, it's not not only the project assist, but but all all the tools that are available within civil site design are just really really impressive, and it, it's a very affordable tool as as well. So um, definitely something to check out. Yeah. Now people are always just amazed with it because it really is a, a single push button operation that just automates, you know, probably a good solid eighty five percent of the design. Then the engineers tweak it and it's updated. And it really, it, it lets you get to a point where you can focus your, your CAD staff entirely on really getting really good output. It really, and it, I, I think it's also a great tool for, you know, junior engineers and, and CAD designers to learn and understand the actual design process. Because the, 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 the project assist actually shows them every step of the way. Here's what we're doing, right? I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do this, and here's why. It's really amazing. It's it's just a wonderful tool. Um, now, the other tool that I want to talk about today is actually a new part of the Civil 3D 2022 release. Um, though, to be fair, right, it was also a downloadable add-on for 2021, but it wasn't quite as, as well developed. Uh, and it's called Project Explorer. Uh, really amazing. I'm very impressed with this. It's one of the best things they've done in a long time over at Autodesk. Uh, your Project Explorer is a dynamically interactive pop-up window that integrates directly with your open civil 3d file and it gives you uh, full access to the details of every single model component in the drawing in other words everything that you create with civil 3d you can access through this project explorer uh, and and this tool allows the engineers right it's really who it's it, it, it's meant for um, CAD designers can use it as well, right? It's a nice little interface, but it, I, to my mind, it's, it's primarily for the engineering staff. It, it allows the engineers to go into the design models, right? Uh, after it's been fully developed by, you know, your qualified CAD staff, and they can review each and every item, pipes, structures, surfaces, sections, profiles, you name it. If it exists in Civil 3D, they can go in and they can see every single setting and design option that was used. And they can even edit them through the Project Explorer dialog using uh, tables, right? Information tables, right? You know, heads up tables in front of them instead of using CAD editing tools that they are not comfortable with, right? You know, this way, all the styles, the settings, and the output, it, it remains, you know, untouched, right? And correct, um, you know, while your engineers are ensuring that the design data right, the pipe sizes and flow rates and, and slopes and so on, that that's all perfect, right? Um, you know, and, and, and kind of beyond that, right, Project Explorer has a really extensive set of uh, your reporting tools, right, to generate, you know, tables and PDFs and Excel spreadsheets of all of that information, um, you know, so that, you know, the, 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 um, the supporting design information, I guess, can be used for more than just the CAD file, right? Um, you can use it in, re in reports and, 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 you know, presentations and everything else you need. And, you know, um, one of the other things I think that, that, that really impresses me about Project Explorer is it, it gives you a preview of every object you select, right? So the visualization is right in front of the engineer, um, not just, you know, in the plan, but in, in the actual Project Explorer window. And, and when I say a preview, I mean of the actual object in that design, right? Not like a typical example, here's what a pipe should look like. It's the actual pipe you select and what its parameters are, um, you know, the actual object in that drawing. And, and you even have the capability 
in Project Explorer to modify those views and even do comparisons. Right? I mean, the, the engineer can say, hey, I need to you know, look at the existing grade versus the, the design grade versus the hydraulic grade line. Right? You can do that right in the dialogue. Right, of Project Explorer without actually clicking into the drawing and modifying the drawing itself, right? And trying to run new profiles and so on. It's really amazing. Um, so, you know, Rocco, I know that we have not done a lot with Project Explorer yet. Uh, yet. It's 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 pretty new uh, for Civil 3D, but but we have both a webinar scheduled for it coming up and a class coming up on it soon. Um, What's kind of been the response to those so far in terms of, you know, are we getting people signing up and interested? And where do listeners go if they want to sign up? Yeah, the webinar is actually scheduled um, uh, to run on September the 29th, and you can register right at zentechconsultants.net. Um, if you listen to this webinar after uh, September 29th, um, it, we will have it available on demand right on our website. And... Uh, you know, there's uh, there's definitely interest. I mean, you know, let, let, you know, there's people that are uh, on on all different releases. So, uh, you know, if you're on Civil 3D 2018, for example, it's not going to be something that's available to you. But uh, you know, if you're looking to update or if you're on 20 Civil 3D 2022, uh, you have it accessible uh, available to you. So, um, you definitely want to want to check it out. Okay, there you go. So look, you know, both Project Assist from Civil Site Design and, and Project Explorer from Civil 3D, I think they're sure signs that the industry has, you know, the civil industry at least, has, has really realized that CAD staff and engineering staff are separate beasts, right? And, and that they need to remain separate. Uh, you know, each of them has their own distinct skill set. And I think that, that both are vital to you know, properly executing any civil design project. Um, I have always, always been against companies trying to meld those two systems. I just, I've never believed that it can work, all right? Each of those processes requires an immense amount of focus and skill and attention to detail on very different items, all right? No you know, one individual I think can be expected to be the expert at each and every aspect of the design process. It's there's just too much, right? It's too much to ask of anybody. Um, you know, I'll I'll even say that I think the concept of letting you know the engineers do their their own you know preliminary work, right, and then expecting CAD staff to go in and just sort of you know they they can clean that up. It's ridiculous. It doesn't work. All right, you know. When people try to go this route, you see that most firms are going to try to hold on to one, maybe two CAD people, all right, to try this for dozens of engineers. And it's just not a workable answer, all right? You know, the, the truth is, and I know, you know a, lot of my, my, a lot of my listeners are going to get annoyed at what I'm about to say. The truth is that your CAD staff is usually just going to have to recreate the design from scratch, right? Because it is going to take two to three times as long to try and fix the mess that the engineers give them off of that preliminary design, right? Listen, you know, this concept to me, it's like asking your teachers to be a janitor as well, right? You know, they can teach 40 kids everything they need to learn and then just you know, tidy up the room when they're done, right? Not a problem, right? Why, why do we need to, to you know, pay somebody to clean up when the teacher leaves here early every day? Just let them do it. 
Um, look, <laughs> unless you want to have peanut butter and jelly on your ceiling turning into you know creepy purple mold that's going to eat the planet, um, you better get someone who can clean up that mess really well. Um, and and that's you know not not you know CAD staff. They're not the janitors of the design world. I don't mean to say that, but you know CAD staff are vital to the design process, and engineers are doing enough already. They can't take on that additional load of handling drafting work as well. So here's what I tell you, folks. If you're listening, I'm going to wrap it up here. I'm going to tell you, go out and hire a few more CAD staff. Let your engineers use these new tools that we were talking about here today, and I promise you, you will be more productive and more profitable than you ever could be. And I think with that, we can leave this conversation. Rocco, anything you want to throw in before we roll? Are you going to go and clean up uh, green, purple mold? No, man. We've made friends. He's not going to eat me when he eats the rest of the world. We're all good to go. (laughs) All right, folks. We're going to get out of here, and we'll catch you next time on the Cattle Call Podcast. All right, everybody. Today's Cattle Call was brought to you courtesy of Zentech Consultants. That's Rocco and I. Uh, Zentech Consultants works with design and manufacturing firms to help our clients purchase and implement the software that they need in these complex industries. Uh, We provide a single point of contact for clients to buy, develop, and learn the most vital software systems for your specific needs. Uh, Zentech strives to be your trusted technology partner from your initial needs all the way through long-term support and training for your entire staff. So Rocco, why don't you tell them how to reach out to Zentech? All right, yeah, you can reach out to us through zentechconsultants.net. You can email us at sales at zentechconsultants.net. Or you can even call us, 866-824-4459. Excellent. We look forward to hearing from you all.